Today, we're going to be talking about the genocide of the Uyghurs by the Chinese. We're also going to be talking about the power of clean comedy. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions. You're feeling grounded. Swooping animatic thing. (laughs) The mountains are truly beautiful, I will say. Welcome to Feeling Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. I get a little bit of vertigo. Yeah, a little bit of vertigo every time I I see that. did Did we go there? Maybe. Oh, whoa. Did you just like fall off the cliff then as you were or as you were viewing it? Maybe some of those old squirrel suits? We went off the fiscal cliff. Hang gliding. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <The> li- <laughs> I'm imagining this like tandem hang glider with just the two yeah. of you. We both have one hand on the Josh, camera. Josh, hold on to the camera. <laughs> She's like, did you get it? Did you get it? <laughs> wow, look how that turned out. Yeah, I know, right? It's <laughs> good footage. Okay. Lasting, we go again. All right, so. Our first, our first guest on Feeling Grounded podcast, have no reproach because this guy's a swim coach. Our first guest is Zach. Wow, yes, Zach, undisclosed last name. Joe, first of all, nice drop with the rottens there. I uh, that was some some on yeah, your what was that reproach? feet thinking, reproach and coach, coach and man. <laughs> okay, well, how are we uh, doing, yeah. guys? How's everyone doing? I mean, I am super pumped to be here. I am honored to be the first guest on this show um i'm a little nervous too it's either going to be i'm going to set such a high standard that no one will ever compare to this or it's going to be so bad that everyone's going to look great so after me (laughs) (laughs) so by the way you're going to leave a mark so yes that's uh that's that's the key i am once again one of you guys' biggest fans i've watched all six six episodes now yeah every every week every week yeah, so um, super, super pumped to be on it. I'm going to be watching myself. That's kind of weird. So I'll be like, oh, <laughs> look at me. I was so happy then on Saturday when back when this was recorded. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, future self. Hello. <laughs> do, do you make weird looks of, of yourself or something like that that you kind of look back to? You're like, oh, I didn't sound very good then. Oh, I am this. I'm just like everyone. I'm my harshest critic. I'm going to look back mm-hmm. at this and be like, man, that was dumb. Not the show, <laughs> Zach. Just cut that guy out. Edit that guy out. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, I've done video work a lot. I mean, it was, I was in communications when I was in school. We did videography, TV work, and all that stuff. And I mean, I don't care about being on camera, but I'm still like, every time I see myself, I'm like, oh, do I really sound like that? Mm. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. I'm sure, is always like that. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard my voice outside of when I speak, and it was at like. Have you guys ever heard of like quiz leagues or like challenge teams? You guys have that in your high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did that in like eighth grade and I was the captain actually, which is pretty, pretty interesting. And it was on like a radio and it was like the first time I ever heard my voice and I like cringed so hard at myself. My like eighth grade voice just being like, uh. Be- Beethoven's ninth. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh, oh. oh my, yeah, yeah. That's just oh, especially at that age, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, your so voice horrible. is like, your voice and everything. sounds like, oh, deeper oh. in your head. Your your, your voice, I, I heard, sounds deeper in your head, but like kind of higher yeah. when you're listening back to it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it makes it really impressive when people do like impressions and things. It's like they they actually sound like that, but how does like but they must sound even different in their head? What's, oh, what talent! <laughs> what talent! Love it, love it. 
Yeah. So. Okay. Well, Zach, I'm excited for you to be here today. You're going to do an awesome job and it's going to be a, a great discussion. I'm, I'm I hope so. Stoked. I'm stoked. If not, I apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> we just will never talk to you again. But Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll better make this one count then. <laughs> Get it all in. Get it all. What's been happening? No, just. <laughs> it's time for Happy Crappy. Let's start off with one by uh, Zach. Start off with a happy or a crappy. Up to you. Ooh. Oh, boy. Okay, I think I'll start with a happy, and I'm going to sound a little bit like a suck-up here, but I think a happy is the fact that I am on this show right now. That is a, I think that is a big, big happy. I Dude, mean, we're, I'm we're honored he to... Is, he is shilling for us. This is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I want to be called back eventually. Uh, <laughs> the sequel. Um, but yeah, kind of building on that. I mean, like it's kind of connects to this, but it's been like a really good week for me in terms of like reconnecting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been like, you know, talking a lot, talk to some old coaches. I caught up with Joe earlier this week and now I get to see Josh and catch up with him. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's just been a really good week for, you know, seeing people and talking with them and everything. So yeah, that's, that's my happy. Awesome. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, one of you want to want to take it now? I mean, or do yeah. you want me to go right into the crappy part? Ooh. We can jump with Joe if you want to do your... your okay, happy. sure. Uh, a couple of days ago, I had friends uh, from church. We were having a barbecue. Uh, and while, like, I was there for quite a while. It was a good time. Um, finally having some good weather outside. You know, it's getting lighter outside, too. And it was the first time I tried picanha. You guys ever heard picanha before? absolutely not (laughs) so yeah it's actually it's quite popular not in the united states but in brazil so Uh, what it is um, pecans (laughs) pecan yeah it no it's it's the american way to say (laughs) that's what i that's what my brain said um but picanha is a type of meat uh if ribeye to people is the best this is like a very close second uh at least to me too so it's popular in brazil like i said before it's not often found at like your local supermarket. Um, it is available probably at a good butcher. The cut is at the top of the rump of the, the cow. Oh. Um, but it might be called like a sirloin cap to some rump cover, rump cap, something like that. It's like very triangular shaped. Um, but it's not like an overused muscle. So it's very tender, really rich in flavor. I have leftovers in my fridge I had yesterday. Oh. And it was- Can you send them this way? <laughs> Yeah. Can you FedEx I'm, them, please? Put them through the screen. Can you I show? Mean, can you that will, them in front of us, please? <laughs> While I'm cooking, you can hear like the like. <laughs> guys, I'm, I'm. I'll send it to you right here. <laughs> so, that, so what that you're will saying... be an, in, that will be an invention. I'm sure of it. We can just send it through Zoom. It's like that Wonka Vision stuff. There you go. Yeah. I haven't seen the show yet. What? Wonka, I said Wonka. Wonka. Yeah, oh, I thought you said. Wonka I thought you said. Vision. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said WandaVision. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. No spoilers here. If oh. you haven't seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, then I don't know what to tell you. It's, you it's been help, out for yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> Both versions. All right. So your happy is you ate a cow's rump. And I just want to clarify this has absolutely nothing to do with pecans. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, pecan, yeah. Like that's what I thought. I thought it was gonna be a dessert or something. I thought that's so too. Perfectly honest. Just our American mind, I guess, right? <laughs> just like, oh my goodness, I want some pecania. Just I mean it just sounds so tropical. I mean not that you know beef doesn't sound great. 
It does. Yeah, I, that's the last thing I was picturing was meat, you know? Yes. I was thinking maybe even at the end, there'd be some pecans on top mm-hmm. of like, like, like with, a dusting, you know? No. Yeah, just with some, no. some of those nuts on top. Just, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but if it made you happy, Joe, that's awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. It, was, it wasn't just that. It was time with friends, too, and they, uh, they introduced me to the wonderful world of... Nope. Yeah. <laughs> all right my turn so my happy for the week i finished my first week of classes so i uh returned zach i don't know if you knew this or not but I oh i listened to the podcast josh i know that's right man i did i I was so excited for you i was like on the while i was sitting in my car i'm like yeah josh yes (laughs) nice um sorry so the um yeah. So I, yeah. So it's one class a month. And so right now I'm in this class called digital literacy. And what it is, is, is learning how to use a computer. <laughs> not even, not even like, not like software. Not, it's like literally how to, how to bookmark like a, a page, <laughs> how to log into your computer, how to type on a keyboard. It was, so it was pretty, yeah. So out of, uh, you mentioned last week that, you know, you would have some of the basic courses covered by your previous education. And I know, I guess that this. one doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was required to take this one, which was so frustrating because I was like, I've been could bookmarking you things since I was four. Like, could you imagine <laughs> all of the classes that you have? It's going to be all basic classes, except for the last class that you take. It's going to be complex stuff. That's what I, INC is going to happen. I probably would drop out if that's <laughs> super musical string relativistic theory or something. Yeah, right. After like taking basic arithmetic, like if, if, this, if, if it's all online, Josh, what are describe like the demographics of the other people in your uh, in your courses? Oh, do you see them? Like, is it like a so, Zoom thing, or is it just like a you hot log on and like take this like pre determined course thing and yeah just you, just, watch you it. just log on so there are live classes but they don't expect you to go to it so basically they okay. it, but then they like record it and throw it up on the, the web page mm-hmm. and on like the channel and then you watch it do videos yeah so you do get to see like the other people and actually mm-hmm. the first um the first assignment that we had was like you have to like post it you know like the discussion post that they make you do sometimes just to like prove that you're there and present so mm-hmm. what, what the instructor wanted for us was to like just introduce yourself. So like everybody in the class introduced themselves. And yeah, there's all, there's a very wide range of individuals. I have to say that. And a lot of them, you're like, like I'm the 20, 22 year old entrepreneur type or started my own business and like blah, blah. And then you get like a, yeah, I'm like 19 and I just graduated from high school and I don't know much about life. And then you get like the 30 year old <laughs> who has like 14 kids and he's like, yeah, I'm just going back. So I want to do my dreams. So, so there's a wide range of people, actually. I was pretty surprised. Wow, that 30-year-old was really pumping out those kids. There's <laughs> a slight ex- exaggeration there. His real dream? His real like dream four is sets of triplets. <laughs> <laughs> His real dream is to be on 19 kids and counting. That's the real dream. <laughs> this guy, it's like the Duggars just put up a challenge. I must meet it. <laughs> oh, boy. The, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so it's been it's been good. It's been good. The easy easy week of classes. I'm expecting the rest of the three weeks of this class are going to be pretty simple. And then next month is final. It's like jumping into musical music technology. I think mm-hmm. so. It's like starting to dive into some of the stuff I care about, which is cool. That's awesome. I, I bet it's like the end of your uh, your school. It's like oh, it's basic now. But then by the end, it's like and now you're like super computer programming. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like coding. <laughs> That'd be cool, right? Yeah. The, the last day is like how to build your own database, like. Whoa. 
Well, that escalated quickly. Oh, it like, really got out of you, hand fast. This is how you turn on your computer. <laughs> to, to like advanced coding techniques how to, to build to the mainframe of how the, to build your own gaming pc oh teacher, wait, this, i still can't that's turn not on music. my computer <laughs> teacher please help me it's not working it's not working <laughs> oh nice but, but that's okay. awesome awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm stoked i'm stoked oh so crappy time oh exactly. <laughs> crappy time <laughs> hashtag crappy time all right um okay so i mean it's like uh hmm. so crappy okay so for various reasons professional reasons i've had to do a lot of writing this week um so just a lot of professional writing just like coming up with like different things that i have to i'm going to be vague about it but like um so yeah i've had to write actually for, for personal reasons too. I've had to like write personal things. I've had to write professional things. I've had to do a lot of writing this week and I have just had the most serious writer's block for some unknown reason. I feel like I'm like that, you know, video game character who's just like mindlessly walking against the wall, just like trying to, just like <laughs> what's going on. And I'm like trying to like, I have what I want in my head and my fingers just won't like, I just like type something out and I'm like, oh, that's crap. And it's like, delete, 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 delete. And then I end up typing the exact same thing. And I'm like, it's the same thing. It's crap. Oh, just go to this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just so much. And I guess I'm burnt out with like all of the, all of the, all of the typing and the writing and all that stuff. But yeah, I've just had some, I kind of got over it by the end, um, kind of figured out, but it's been like, it literally, I had to like, um, write like a sort of letter like two days ago. And it literally took me the whole work day to get this thing done. <laughs> I hope my boss isn't watching this. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm using all that time. <laughs> just to only, that's how productive I was, but it was quality. It was quality, I think, but again, so. Um, I'm kind of that way too. If I have to like write like a professional email, I'll spend like hours doing it just to make sure that it doesn't sound horribly stupid or something. Yeah. And I have to like have like, I'm like sending it to like five different people. I'm like, mm -hmm. just like, oh, just, I know it's crappy. Just read it. And they're like, it's fine, Zach. Just shut up and stop being your own worst critic. And I'm like, Oh, fine. I'm, it's, but it's bad. I mean, and that, and then another minor crappy is that I'm not sure what it's like where you guys are, in like Kinet, or uh, in you know, in your different living spaces. Um, but in, in where I live, undisclosed, <laughs> undisclosed living locations. Um, but here it's been it's been pretty crappy. I mean, you know, it's yeah. When you guys were here for college, you you kind of know that spring can be a little yeah, wet around here. So. Not the best, yeah. Yeah, it's been chance of sunshine once every six months. So it's been kind of, it's been kind of, it's even today. It's a little dreary. So, Dull and but, dreary. Yeah. So those are my crappies. Boom. Great. Passing the, passing it to, I don't know, whoever wants to catch it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take her up on that. Uh, let's see. Well, the, the past week has been filled with late nights, just plans that I had to commit to. And everybody is has had different sleep schedules than I do. Cause I usually like to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, but mm. I have to go to bed at that point, like maybe at 11 or 12. So that really came to a head on Friday mm. where I, uh, I overslept to the point that, you know, you're at that point where like, I could be late to work if I'm not careful or I, I really have to rush it to get to work and it ended up working out. Okay. I got there at the same time you should see the marathon I, I took in the morning. Just, okay, I got to go here. I got to go here. I got to get like my deodorant on. Okay, good. And I look <laughs> very important. Fa fantastic. Yeah. You need, you need your deodorant you, or you can put your sweater on, you know, and just cover it up in summer. <laughs> yeah. <In> summer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's getting there. 
Um, but yeah, I overslept horribly, uh, but everything worked out in the end, you know, uh, where, where I needed to go that day. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's amazing what that kind of, I mean, I've, I've been there when you like wake up and look at the clock and you're like, jump out, like, yeah, a like <laughs> just like on, you're on your feet immediately. It's yeah, calling, yeah. going 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 calling sick maybe <laughs> Question. that's what i thought you were gonna say you were like uh, you can either be late to work and then i thought you were gonna say or you could just call in sick and then you're like or i could just you know be even more late to work <laughs> i was i've been like oh uh, sorry i'm not just no, lie just... <laughs> just lie in bed being like i'm gonna be later than i thought i'm gonna be late and you can't be late twice mm. yeah I mean, as a swim coach, I would have been like, um, everyone, I think we've had a really tough week of practice, so I'm going to be a nice coach and give you the morning off. Yay. <laughs> there you Amen. go. Just, Amen. Just sleeping, sleeping, sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was, I feel like, I mean, hopefully, hopefully not too many of the swimmers watch this podcast, but like, I feel like in winter, I'm sure they appreciated it too. Cause as a coach, I appreciate it. you have to wake up really early. So I feel, I appreciate it whenever I get to, you know, sleep in and I'm sure they do too. But if there was like a hint of snow in February, I was like, all right, well, nope, I guess we can't, we can't do today. I live too far away for that. <laughs> so nice. But I think for everyone, I mean, for them too, it's really important to have like a mental, mental health days. And Absolutely. You know, I think it really, it really helped them as well. But um, I think everyone needs that. Everybody does, you know? Yeah. I even think that, like, I mean, obviously the schools want to do it, too. I mean, all the schools are virtual, and yet some of them are still like, nope, snow days. We have to have snow days. We as teachers can't take a full five days yeah. in the wintertime of teaching, so let's make sure we have them snow days. Mm -hmm. But some so. may just say, like, let's just keep a virtual remote day while we are stuck at home. Yeah, so I'll say that's what, that's what they did with us this year is whenever when we were virtual, a lot of the schools – Instead of doing a snow day, they just did everything virtual. Mm -hmm. I'm so, so I'm more, sorry. More days aren't added in June. I suppose that's a plus. Oh, uh, I guess that's true. I didn't think about that, but yeah. Hmm. It is. Yeah. Anyway, I I'm glad you were on time, Joe, and I'm glad you looked amazing while doing it. <laughs> I look amazing in I looked amazing in the womb. I looked amazing in the bed. I looked amazing. Just you know, I never get. He that. looks amazing right now. Did you say in in the womb? W-O-M-B? Yep. Yes. And I'm going to look amazing in the tomb. Oh. <laughs> From womb to tomb, baby. From womb there to tomb. <laughs> That's what we mean by that, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All so, right. Before this takes forever, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My crabby, I had a long week this week. Um, I worked, normally I don't work every day, but because of a shift in my employment, oh, instead of being salaried, I'm not hourly. So I can't exceed more than 40 hours during my work week, which mm -hmm. is kind of annoying because what I would do is I'll, I'll take one week where I like work not as much. And then the week after I just kind of grind and I kind of just go back and forth. And it's nice to do that because I get to be home and then whatever, but now I can't do that anymore. So I have to work 40 hours every week. Mm -hmm. um, and so this week was like the first week of that. And so I had to work a lot. Oh, man. <laughs> Monday to Friday, which is fine. Which is fine, but it's the standard, but it is, it does suck. I will yeah. say that. Yeah. Because normally I would just do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the next week I would work Monday through Friday and then Sunday. Um, but yeah. So it was just kind of a hard, hard week in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I feel like that was a lot like my life as a swim coach too. Be like, oh, I have to work like a 12 hour day because we have like three practices. And then mm -hmm. it's like, well, and then 
actually, I guess for me, it's more like I just, I do that for six months <laughs> and then like, <laughs> so then later, so in the other six months, I like maybe work a little bit less each day because it's like, I worked like 50 to 60 hours during the season. I got, right. got to balance that out. So a little different. Man, that was a long season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like one of those things, like when I first got the job, they were like, yeah, like you're going to be working a lot some weeks and then sometimes you're not like during the summer, like mm -hmm. pretty much take off, whatever. It's like, now I can't do that anymore. So I can't, because everything is based on me coming to work. So like even now, like during the summers, I have to like prep meetings and prep events and stuff now because I have to make sure that I'm keeping pace still. So that's kind of it's time for the news. So this is a uh, continuation of what we had talked about with China a few weeks ago. Um, so the Secretary of State about a week ago on 60 Minutes, uh, yep, Abraham Lincoln, Anthony Blinken, um, last week he expressed a lot of optimism um, with going to China because he said last time we were talking to China, there's, their goal is to be the dominant power. Do you guys agree that China's goal is to be the dominant power oh, yeah. in the world? I mean, who doesn't want that? I mean, that's the that's the one thing that I'm I'm like, what is up with all this like race to the top deal? I mean, I get it, like, but at the same time, it's like oh, we must be the best, the best at what? Um, everything. We have uh, <laughs> everything. We have to beat them. It's the population of gophers and everything like that. We have to we have to be the best. Um, and, and yes, yeah, like, what's the problem with number two? I hear number two gives you a lot of relief. It's very satisfying. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's silver. It's silver. <laughs> it's like, oh, number two. Well, good number two. It's a good old fashioned number two. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for clarifying that, that sound effect. <laughs> you need like a pug like, added in post, just like a like it's like a gross. Like, I'll do that. <laughs> oh, just like just marking our territory here. It's just uh, <laughs> sick. Call back to the beginning. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, see, oh, I watch your show. I do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I guess, like, I mean, I guess it's just, but I don't know, just like so much emphasis on like needing to be the best and why just because we want to. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Like, uh, you'll find that I'm not a super political news oriented guy. So my commentary might not even make any sense. Like, half the no, time. no, that's that's all right. Like, I think more but, people should look at the news. Uh, it's been ha hasn't been since like the pandemic when I started watching more of the news a little bit more trying not to because you kind of get addicted yeah. um yeah i like to look at as many sides as possible hopefully yeah, not biased. recently i like i haven't watched it in a while and then so i like to read articles and mm -hmm. you should you say you should never do that because they're all just hot takes and whatever um but i actually watched like a news thing on on youtube and i I was like so disgusted by how they were talking mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just a style of like reporting. I forget what it's called, but right. um, I don't know. It's just, I guess, cause I've been so like forgot about it. And then yeah. like hearing uh -huh. it again is just like, ugh, it's just, it's yeah, just gross to me. Yeah. Like Only today, they were... like, I, I can't do it, but just, like, nope, nope. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I heard yeah, it, it's like they like, get the word out oh. today. Oh, nope. <laughs> Can't do it. In, in a sense, I kind of have that voice too. So maybe people are turning us off. 
no, um, no, 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 okay, no, okay, no, we're uh, because well, people get trained to talk like that, like it's like it's a whole way, like a format of speaking, so like, yeah, people, that's you know, that's fair, and I don't know why you do that, like, it's not interesting, it doesn't like bring me in and make it just makes me cringe when someone's like, today, a new viral video sensation, it's just like, stop, like, stop, oh my goodness, <laughs> just <laughs> stop bringing me in with your words, <laughs> doing your rhetoric. Stop. um but anyway back to china like that race to the top and race to number one or number two um we we do know that at least like to blinken's words uh he did admit that over time probably by 2028 i think uh the person who was interviewing her i think nora o'donnell's her name she said by 2028 not too long from now china's gdp gross domestic product will be surpassing the united states um and then anthony blinken just um retorted with you know well because they have a large population that's that's probably why um which fair enough um but he says they'll in my opinion i think they'll only be wealthier than us or more successful than us i should say is because if they treat their people well Mm. um the thing that i feel about stuff like that is like the gdp like like it doesn't matter that much I mean, I guess it all depends on like what they're using the money on. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. I feel right. like that's important. Like, are you investing in your your military? You're investing in your people? You know, like, like what are you doing with that? Yeah, they they like just they just released three new warships, which just me- makes me think that military that's their priority, and economically speaking too. I mean, we rely on them, right? Um, we rely on each other. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, this whole like rates is like, I don't know, just for me, once again, it's like, okay, they're going to surpass us in GDP. And it's like, okay, like, should we really be worried about that? I mean, it's like, I mean, okay, they make a little bit more money than us. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's like, oh, no, all of a sudden, we're not number one, our lives are instantly going to be completely different. And like, I mean, mean, yeah, nothing will change. Yeah, Yeah. there's like 200 other countries in the world. I mean, which I'm not gonna, I mean, a, a lot of the ones like, you know remain unchanged like regardless mm-hmm. you know as like where the power as like the economic power the shifting and, and everything yeah, like yeah. that and i mean uh, i don't know um and you're right i mean like where are we putting that where are they putting that money where are we putting that money i guess that's the other thing it's like all these power like where is there isn't there like other things too that we could do other than military i mean isn't there other things that need a lot like more money than buying a fancy new battleship yeah right yeah I think revamping education infrastructure oh, intent <laughs> Infra- yeah, infrastructure. those roads where we're going we don't need roads apparently guys i mean <laughs> where you know where we where i'm at right now and where we all used to live roads need some need some help <laughs> roads need some serious help here send all that money here to undisclosed location <laughs> so that i don't lose my car in the pothole again um, nice that sounded <laughs> expensive <laughs> literally every day on the way to work <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah circling back i'm like see i've taken a soft topic so much oh, no, um, uh, no, it's good. Yes. um yeah. joe back to you uh back got to some you. more commentary for sure. us yeah um well one thing that really like grinds my gears and hasn't really been talked to much. You know what really grinds my gears? Um, Blinken said he spoke to the Chinese about this supposed genocide of Uyghur Muslims. But 
the reason Beijing, like their justification for doing this, because they openly admitted to it, is as, oh, these Uyghur Muslims are a terrorism threat. Mm. But in my opinion, rounding up 1 million people in these internment, re-education, concentration camps, what have you, is are, they, is, are all those 1 million people, more than 1 million people, are they really all a terrorism threat? No. Mm, yeah. <laughs> nope. I don't think so. And so I guess we know where the money's going then, huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> In building camps to, you know, move these people. And obviously President Biden and Blinken, they, they called them out on this, but what are they doing? Just anytime something's labeled as a re-education camp, that's, that's never, that's never anything good. That's like never. never. Yeah. No, like, I don't know. It's, 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 Yes, they say it's like, oh, to protect people and everything like that. But I mean, this is never like the answer, like yeah. answering evil with more evil or it's fear, you know, violence with more violence, fear with more fear. Like yeah. literally, yeah. like it's it's ne- it's not it's not the right way to go about it. I mean, first of all, all of those people <laughs> in that camp, all of those people that they're, you know, persecuting. I mean, they're all people, all with human rights. Um, and this just is not the way to do anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is them also trying to, even if there is this small bit of like this, maybe this very small bit of them trying to be protective of, you know, people with like from a terrorist threat or anything, it really is just to exert control mm-hmm. in more ways. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's just more control over, they want everyone to be the same. They want everyone to do the same things. They want them, all of them to be under, under their thumb essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, that's just not the way to go about, you know, like, I don't know, serving and helping and ruling people. It's, I don't know. It just is, it's very sad. It makes my heart sad to these things like this happen. Um, that, yeah, that people can treat other people like this. Yeah. It's just, it just hurts me. Yeah, it's no way. Really, it's, yeah. it's not good. I think we're becoming, uh, at least the American people are becoming more aware of this issue. And even people in power, Democrats and Republicans, which I like, they seem to be having some common cause of unity against this issue. Problem is, uh, hopefully they're doing something about it. I mean, uh, the only thing I know is that they're just calling it out verbally at this point in time. We've known about it for, I mean, maybe not even necessarily public knowledge, but it's been around for like three, four years at this point in time where this has been going on because they round them up in these trains and put them in these re-education camps. And I saw this one YouTube video of this woman who got out and is in America now. She was raped by multiple men um, in in these camps. Um, It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And this is one of those things where like you hear about this stuff growing up, you know, you hear about the atrocities of World War II and all the stuff that Mao did and like all the stuff that Castro did and all this stuff. But like we're, we're living in this reality now. Yeah. And for this to be happening still today is just so appalling. Like mm-hmm. we've been through this before. Mm-hmm. And so like who in the right mind can think that this is still like an okay thing to do? Yeah. You know? What do you yeah. think, what do you think should we do as a country? Uh, that's a really complicated question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough. It's tough to say because, you know, I think oftentimes, especially with, within our culture and just within our country, like oftentimes we, we, we tend to overreach our, our bound, like our, our mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We tend to yeah. like get, get involved with things that maybe we shouldn't get involved mm-hmm. with. So, so the, there tends to be this like idea of foreign policy in America, especially today. It says like, well, maybe we should just focus on our own country and make sure mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. doing what we need to do. But I feel like in a case of like, like severe human rights violations, like we mm-hmm. should do something. Should do something. So, you know, uh, to, uh, it's I think we should. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, even, 
I particularly think that we should do something in conjunction with other countries, other nations, like the United yeah. Nations stuff. Like, I don't think it's necessarily solely on our shoulders Just, to do mm -hmm. something. It's on the shoulders of humanity to yeah. do something. Mm -hmm. um, so I think sometimes we, as Josh kind of said, we kind of like fall into that pattern of like, we are the world's police, which we shouldn't need to be, or like, mm -hmm. I think it's problematic when we do that, like when we do too much, like, I don't think that's always necessarily a good thing, but I think when, if we work together with other nations to do something like then i think that's kind of like the best yeah um situation yeah totally agree it, it's interesting josh that you brought up mal and also uh the germans concentration camps then it made me think a few hours ago when writing a couple notes for this did people know about the concentration camps in the 30s and like mm -hmm. the people in america um right. and and what i found out is that some people followed it more closely than others um and also in the late 30s, people denied entry of some refugees from Hitler's regime. Uh, and But also, we didn't know much about the term genocide because it was kind of a new term. Um, and people couldn't really, you know, wrap their heads around it. It was kind of a, I don't know, complicated. Um, it's, it's complicated. It, it's, it was complicated back during that time because we didn't really know exactly or could fathom it. Um, but genocide is used as a term so many times today hitler is being cited probably every day on mainstream news what's going on now you know yeah crazy i mean yeah and i mean it also goes i mean there's no country that is innocent you know of wrongdoing or not you know doing something that's you know not not good i mean we as a country ourselves we're not perfect we've mm -hmm. um, obviously we're finding out more these days i mean we have our own issues we need to work out as well exactly um and so that so that makes it hard you know especially when when you wish that like, yeah are we are we hypocrites uh, yeah exactly for, for calling so, this out china called us out like for hypocrites but what question, are we what right? are we hypocritical about you know right. what, what do yeah. we have to to look at the splinter in our eye but it's just tough for us as citizens because we're like we're like good people you know like i've yeah. never sent someone to a camp before so like it's, it's hard for me to say like i want someone to do something, but then we have the stains of our own country that we have to deal with. And like, it's, it's so hard to kind of have that mindset or it's yeah. like, like, oh, or our hands are dirty too, even though, mm -hmm. good, yeah. you know, you would like us three years, a good men, I would say, who would never do something like this, but still we have to deal with these, you know, these issues and yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I just like stand up here and I feel like, I feel like a dad sometimes. I'm just like, why can't everyone just get along? Why can't everyone just love each other? Why do we have to have issues with one another? Just clean up, just clean up your room. Just clean up, your clean room. up your room. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, Josh brings up a good point. I mean, like there's not much that we personally can do as three, three individuals, like just sitting here about this. This is a macro issue. We're micro people at the moment. I mean, mm -hmm. um, I mean, we're talking about it. So that's, that's one thing, but I mean, like there's definitely a lesson that goes for each individual person like as a citizen as a human being it's like you see this stuff on television and these things that are like appalling don't be that don't do that in your everyday life like the small things go help your neighbor um you know love the people around you be a good example be a good citizen um treat everyone like a human being um in your life and the hope is that if enough like little people do that it'll turn into you know a big movement and all mm -hmm. that stuff and you know you know it all starts with just you loving your neighbor yeah yeah, exactly. And it's all communities, right? And people that we, we've kind of lost that concept, right? And I think that's such a problem with social media today is the fact that everyone has these desires and everyone's seeing all these things and desires to do something. 
And then they kind of fulfill that by just posting something. Yeah, by just or saying they, one thing and they did their job. Yeah, and they, this yeah. virtual reality that doesn't exist in the real world, you know what I mean? Uh, and what they really need to do is they take that emotion, take that desire, and then show it to their fellow man. Like they're on their neighborhood, mm. like on their block, in their communities. And mm -hmm. that's how Amen. It's not, it doesn't matter what you say online. Like it, what matters is your true, like real life existence, like your physical reality, you know? And yeah. I feel like it gets so lost today. In other words, it's just projection. If you yeah. just put it on the screen, but you don't actually, branding. Live, you don't live yeah. your principle. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. like making yourself a brand, but it's easy to fake something online. It's easy oh, yeah. just to say something. You got to live it. You got to yeah. do it. It's mm -hmm. better that you go out and do it anonymously and like have no social media ever than to like tout yourself on social media mm -hmm. and say you believe in all these things but then never do anything and about it do nothing in real reality yeah 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 one last question i've, I've that i've put up <laughs> that i would probably want to leave it with uh both sides are currently prepping for war i believe in the u.s and china over taiwan that's like the new uh, hot contentious issue. If it becomes necessary, the US or China might take action. Both have nuclear weapons, of course, as we know. But China said it will never strike first. Those are their words. Uh, but it will strike for it'll strike next if the US does first. How great is the risk of war, you guys think? I don't know. I don't think that our country would want to risk that right now. Yeah. And, and Biden doesn't strike me as someone who would want to do that. You know, want, yeah. want to move forward. I mean, he he's been open about the, these atrocities, but I think you know, putting people there and you know, starting a war or battles and like I, I just I don't really see that happening. Uh, I mean, out of all the things that are happening in the world right now, like this should like should we really be focusing on you know should we really be like the whole world is facing a challenge right now? We yeah. really shouldn't be divided. We should be united. Um, and I'm never one, I like violence and war. Like I am, I don't, I mean, I'm never like a proponent of that unless mm -hmm. it is absolutely necessary. Um, you know, just we're, once again, we're all people. Like, and we can all figure this out somehow. Um, once again, if it, but yeah, I, I hope it doesn't. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I hope it doesn't mm -hmm. come to like, that. This is one of those things where, you know, we're talking about like, well, what's the difference between number one and number two? Or like, you know, why, why does that matter? Mm -hmm. This is a good example. Cause I feel like in a lot of those areas, we are number one. Yeah. And I think this, and so, so these problems are because of that. Like if we were like on the bottom of the, of the list of countries, like we wouldn't be worried about these things that are happening. We wouldn't mm -hmm. care about this stuff. We wouldn't have these discussions. The world wouldn't be turning to us, you know? Yeah. Like oftentimes that's what happens like whenever there's a problem somewhere else people want to know how we feel about it and like what, what are we going to do you know mm -hmm. and so there, there is that reality too. and has us like touting that number one position or like you know trying so hard to maintain it and all that has that you know presented a chat like has that spurred on some places like china of like you know maybe we've made too much of a thing about this being number one idea and that's like proposing a challenge and mm -hmm. and now here we are like i don't know maybe maybe not i mean but again i think this 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 global ranking system is a little overblown <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. just wish that all the power hungry people would see that too whenever yeah. money's involved josh i think uh that's when the pride and ego comes in oh yeah yeah mm. well what's that you know money's the root of all evil right yeah, yeah. and pride is the sin pride. of humanity pride is the sin of humanity exactly mm. okay all right. Well, that's a good way to just uh, close that one. <laughs> Everyone nice, sucks. The end. 
We are all the problem. It's all your fault. You, <laughs> that person that Josh is pointing at, watching feel, this Feel right bad. Now. Feel bad. <laughs> subscribe to Do us. something about it. Oh, by the way, you should subscribe to us. <laughs> this is the best, the best chance. Do better, and that means subscribe. Subscribe yeah. right now. Do some. Do something. Subscribe. Make us bigger. And then leave yeah. a comment so we can actually like fill out our slogan. Make that. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Just <laughs> answer them questions. Follow these people. Create multiple accounts. Follow it multiple times. Blow up those numbers. Use, use the coding power to create bots. And just... Yes. Help that algorithm. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> the future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. This is what, May 12th, right? May 12th. In 1967, Are You Experienced? Ooh. The album by Jimi Hendrix, right? It was his first release. And obviously this is one of the most like influential, like most popular at the time, like one of the one of the greatest like blues, you know, Rocky albums. Um, and I think ever, personally. And I think a lot of some people would agree with me there. But, um, you know, Jimi Hendrix being- Wholeheartedly. Like, the legend, right? One of the, he like changed guitar, like the way that mm -hmm. he played it, the way that, you know, it was perceived, his popularity, mm -hmm. you know, his talent, his ability, his understanding of effects and electronics, all this stuff changed. Yeah. And he was only on mainstream for about three, three and a half years. Yeah. Really not that long if you think about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's such yeah. a big impact nonetheless. Yeah. yeah man. Definitely. Definitely. Did I mean, you can, you can attribute a lot of stuff to him nowadays. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was influenced by, of course, the Beatles with fuzz guitar. He and backwards instruments too. Uh, particularly, I think if I'm recollecting, uh, "Are You Experienced" has the has the song, the title track. "Are You Experienced" had backwards guitar. Um, which, by the way, there were different pressings for the U.S. and U.K. Did it say U.K. or U.S., Josh? Oh, I'm not sure. Could have been at the same time. I have no idea. But the U.K. version yeah. is the bigger album. It has like nine more tracks yeah it doesn't specify weird um but i love that album uh only three guys in that band mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome those two <laughs> other guys those poor other guys who didn't get the name <laughs> he was yeah, american yeah. they were british take that britain <laughs> oh so that explains two out of three brits that's why they got nine more tracks mm. yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense now it's a majority it makes thing. sense yeah, yeah yeah but but have you ever seen him do start the star spangled banner before oh, of course it's one mm -hmm. of the most like yeah. classic things ever um and i feel like that was so like you know last week we talked so much about music and culture and how mm -hmm. that kind of changed over the years mm -hmm. and over the decades and i think this was that was a huge moment where like here's a man who you know is fighting against war who's this kind of public icon who's an you know, amazing you know who understands the cry of the people and does a rendition of the star spangled banner and you know, through the effects and his abilities, he's able to make it sound like there's airplanes flying by, like the middle of it, and, and crying bomb, bomb, and like and like bombs dropping and exploding, yeah. and it's just it's crazy, crazy stuff. So if you have never seen it, pause this video and click up Jimi Hendrix "Star Spangled Banner" live. It's just it's incredible. It's In the addition of it being a political statement, it was also quite beautiful. Um, I mean, it yeah. wasn't preachy, but yeah. it was it was quite beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it was so different. Like today, like the woke culture is so on the nose with everything, and it wasn't it wasn't quite like that, you know, yeah. back in the '60s. Like people spoke out against violence and, and evil in, in a different way, and mm -hmm. it wasn't so on the nose like it is today. Sure. 
that yeah so that's mine our experience was dropped all right nice i knew i saw that one on the list and i'm like "Hmm, josh is gonna he's gonna drop that one so i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm the least experienced with music here so i'm like that is not that's not me (laughs) um may 12th 1941 the world's first automatic programmable computer is presented the z3 right yeah yeah the z3 mm. it was um it was designed by Just doing the research <laughs> the you z- knew the z3 yeah the, the, the zach the zach three <laughs> it was um, me all along <laughs> oh man um the guy conrad Sus- wait, wait, wait 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 1941 yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah that was a long time ago Yes, yes, it was. (laughs) What was that now? Like 70 years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. 70 years ago this year. Or, well, I guess that's 80, 80 80, 80 years ago. We can do do math. I'm doing my math wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm older than I thought. Darn it, I am not 18. We need to put that like Zach Galifianakis meme with all the numbers that are funny. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. 80 years. Um, yeah, so Conrad Susan was, um, he said the machine uh, was dro- was destroyed like in some air raid. Um, yeah. And a replica actually can be seen in the jo- Deutsches Museum in Munich. So that's our, our best example of what it looked like. Mm. So. What was the, the thing? Oh, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now without that, that thing, <laughs> that Z3. <laughs> that invention. What was it that called? <laughs> There's the the thing with the number and the letter. <laughs> you know the thing. Yeah, the thing. Did, what was it capable to do? Do we know? Was it like? Did, could it do like processing probably. like word stuff or can it just oh. probably math problems and things? I would think because that's what they were originally like were the meant basics, for. Basics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like yeah. a calculator kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, because you guys, I mean, uh, they used to have people used to have the job of like computer. You guys ever seen that movie Hidden Figures? With the no. uh, the the ladies that worked at nasa oh it came out a few years ago yeah yeah Yeah, i've heard it was just such a good movie you should watch it everyone here that's listening should watch it it's an amazing movie um but yeah so their job they were mathematicians and their job title was computer because they were essentially doing complex mathematical calculations as people before like um computers became like a mainstream thing and in the within the movie there's like an ibm computer that shows up and right. that's a big plot point and that it does like automatic calculations and things like that but like okay. um yeah so that was like the the real the main purpose of i think computers back back in the day and they always i mean i'm sure like your teachers have always touted the fact it's like yeah there used to be a computer that filled this entire room that could do less than your calculator yeah, it's, nice. <laughs> it's like yeah. wow boo have like that 10 kilobyte memory. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> and now like our phones are probably like just 10,000 times more advanced than that computer was. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's yeah. insane. And Thank what you. do we use it for? Memes and cat <laughs> videos. <laughs> All the memes. All, always for the memes. Um, All right. Okay. Did you want to go, Zach? Do you have a timeline for okay. us? Okay. Um, I have two actually one uh if you don't mind yeah um so actually yeah we'll we'll go with two maybe a third one if i'm feeling all right so um in may 12th 2012 so keep in mind this is 2012 
a piece of the Mayan calendar was discovered that disproved the 20, 2012 apocalyptic theory. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. I never heard about this. In 2012. Like, it's literally like, it's, oh, no, the world's going to happen. Months before. Like, oh, wait, what's this underneath the coffee table? Oh, wait. Oh, 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 no, never mind. Never mind. That's, that's, we were wrong. We were wrong. I just, well, it's a good thing we found this just in time. Woo. That's so funny. And, and I remember the original, um, the date was December 21st, 2012. Yep. And that was my dad, my father's uh, 40th birthday. Oh. <laughs> and so he constantly was saying like, this is the day that the world's going to end and I'm going to be ruler. Like he kept always joking. Because like, it's my birthday, emperor, I will live. <laughs> the emperor of the world or something. He's going to rise up on his 40th birthday. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. I mean, do you? I remember watching like they had movies. They had yeah, a movie like 2012. Yeah. I saw that. My grandfather mm -hmm. slept through the whole thing. I don't know how he did it. But uh, it was just <laughs> loud noises and explosions the entire time. Um, but yeah, this whole like, oh, the world's going to end, everybody. You know, so that, that pandemonium. <laughs> I was like a freshman in college. And it was just like, oh, the world's going to I'm just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in school and, and everyone was saying the end is near. The end is near. And, <laughs> and then apparently, though, Joking, everyone was thinking course. this all the way up till December. But at, in May, they found something that disproved the entire thing. And we so, didn't oh, even we, know. We didn't even we better know. Not, we better not tell yeah, you. Yeah, just ignore that. <laughs> the media is like, nope, nope, that's not coming out because yeah, we're making yeah. bank on this whole apocalypse thing. Yeah, yeah, we got to ride it through. Nice. Um, okay, so that was one. So now two. This is a little bit in the realm of sports. Hopefully, maybe our list, some of our listeners get into this. Maybe. I'm not sure if you guys you know. know. But this is in the world of Tennis. Tennis. So in May 12, 1979, um, Chrissy Everett, who is a really, really talented American tennis player, um, she, her, she had a winning streak that came to an end. On, so she, on, in tennis, there are three different surfaces. I'm not sure if anyone, there's grass, there's hard courts, and then there's clay. Um, so clay is like this like red stuff that's you know, just essentially dirt um, and everything like that. It's like really hard to play on because it's really slow and everything. So Chrissy Everett had won 125 matches in a row on clay. Whoa. 125. That is, I mean, in every, like, I mean, I'm not sure anyone who's played tennis, like winning one match is hard. <laughs> like, I'm going to be perfectly <laughs> honest, but like 125 in a row. So this streak lasted six years. She won 24 tournaments. And I think she won some upwards of like 258 sets or something like that. Because, you know, in tennis, you have to win like two out of three sets to, to be the victor. And only one quarter of the time did the other person get like one of the three sets. Like, so she won, like she dominated like 120. Mm -hmm. It's a record that still stands to this day. Yeah. 125 times. You have to win like six or seven times just to win a tournament. She did not lose once. She was 18 years old when it started. So I guess she was 24. No. Yeah. 24, 25, 26, something like that. Yeah. Um, or was it eight years? I would have to go back. My notes are on my phone, but I'm zooming on my phone right now, so I can't look at anything. So I apologize <laughs> to anyone who's like fact checking this, but it's just insane. And after this one loss she had in like a final, she then went on to win 64 more in a row. Oh, it so, didn't break her at all. No, not okay. at all. She was literally, she's literally one of the best tennis players like in tennis history. It was just insane. It was like mind blowing how, um, and she was beaten by some 16 year old. Her name was Tracy Austin, who's also a legendary, very good player from the United mm -hmm. States. Um, but yeah, so I thought that it's one of the longest like win streaks in sports history mm. um, was Chrissy Everett on on clay courts. So mm -hmm. if I had to have someone, some sports entity play for my life, it would be like 24 year old Chrissy Everett <laughs> on <laughs> on tennis clay courts. Nice. That's great. Um, That's great. 
yeah, so that's uh, that's my one other fact. Oh, and I, random bonus fact. I don't remember the year. It's on my phone somewhere. But apparently on this day in some year in the 2000s, I think it was like 2006 or something, um, it was decided um, by the U.S. government that the um, hurricane names would no longer only be female. Oh. So they used to only name hurricanes after females. And now on this day <laughs> in some year that Zach can't fact check because I have to use my phone to Zoom. <laughs> um, yeah, they decided that um, there would there would now be males included in hurricane names. So fun fact. Very inclusive. Yes. <laughs> so that I'm not sure if it was meant to be inclusive towards men or just, you know, these things that wreak destruction and havoc and everything were no longer only bearing the names of females. <laughs> so well, men do cause destruction, according to many. Oh, people. yes, we do. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. <laughs> so heard that a lot. Well, speaking of, speaking of destruction, especially to destruction of uh, toilets, it's like with our talk of number two, uh, May 12th, oh, 1792, a toilet that flushes itself at regular intervals was patented. Wait, so I, I actually saw this and I have a question. So yeah. this was literally like a toilet that just sat there. And then every like 10 seconds, it's like, oh, time to flush again. Just like, <laughs> I don't know what country this was. It did not tell me. And I scoured the earth to find it. Don't know. It, so. it just seems random that it's just like, all right, someone sits down, flushes. Someone's not there. It flushes. Just, <laughs> just, just constantly flushing. It's yeah. constant. It's like, we are ready no matter what happens. Do you guys prefer <laughs> manual or automatic flush? Oh, definitely the manual. I remember when I was a kid, like the automatic stuff scared the crap out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, literally, I like one time I sat down and it like flushed automatically. I like jumped up. I was like, ah! <laughs> and I felt right. I didn't I felt touch like I anything. To, <laughs> I felt like I had to finish really quickly. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I guess it just depends on where it is. Because normally like public restrooms, you know, pretty gross. You don't want to touch those, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, good in point. In my own home, like I wouldn't want like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a possibility? <laughs> do you have automatic flushing automatic. in your in your new home, Josh? Do you have automatic flushing? Is that a new perk? Along wow. with a bidet? A bidet? Um, yeah, there we go. Automatic bidet. No, that's <laughs> automatic bidet. It's just it's every five minutes it just squirts. <laughs> you seem dirty. <laughs> Let me help. It's like motion. That's like emotions. <laughs> like it's a thing. smart. It's a smart home thing. It's like. Um, Alexa, can you uh, clean me off, please? <laughs> please. I, I hope that's a thing. I really, the, really the government is watching your. Oh no. Your, the the your uh, picanha, your rumple. <laughs> your your picanha. Picanha. Your 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 China's number. Your number two China's. Oh my goodness. Oh okay. wow, that's but that's impressive. I mean, <laughs> that's important technology right there. Thank you, that person, whoever you are. Automatic yeah. bidet. You heard it here first. Yes, uh, we think. Well, that's not what we were. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about. Someone get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called that's so a, a fountain. <laughs> the automatic bidet is called a. <laughs> Just a fountain. Yeah. <laughs> we have shows at at noon, three and six. <laughs> Just this. <laughs> so make sure you have to go then. <laughs> oh boy, um, good stuff. Good stuff. Entertainment. Where's the entertainment guys? Where's the, Where's the entertainment guys? guys? <laughs> All right, so All right. clean comedy. Woo! Good stuff, right? Love me clean comedy. 
good stuff. Good clean comic. I appreciate. I really. I have to say, I love all kinds of comics, right? I love all kinds mm. of comics, but I really have a special place for, for clean comics because yeah. in, in my mind, mm. it's like Same. they were smart enough, they were witty enough to create something funny without like you know the low Inserting. scraping yeah. from the bottom of the barrel. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not. You like trying to save themselves. They're not using like a crutch mm-hmm. of like. Yeah, it takes a lot. I've watched a decent amount of King Comedy recently, and I've realized just how much talent it takes to make that work. Like, and it's more than just the content. Like, I have watched some great clean comics that we probably will talk about here pretty soon. Um, and I've seen some not so great ones that it's so much about the timing and the delivery and the physicality of the comedy. Mm-hmm. It's just, just so much that goes into it. But when you do it right, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And oh, really you is. don't feel dirty. Afterwards. <laughs> You're like, wow. And you that can was... show it to your grandparents. Exactly. <laughs> And then not be like, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> exactly. So, Good but stuff. It's, so what, what is everyone's favorite clean comic? If you were to like choose I would have to say comic. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Oh, Jim Gaffigan's a good good yeah, shout. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen Jim before. Oh, mm. Brian Regan, hands down. Hands down all day, mm. all night. Brian Regan is probably my favorite comedian ever. He's been around a um, while. Like, he's been around oh. for a while, yeah. I just saw his most recent, like 2021, yeah. like Netflix special. He is old. He, uh, yeah. That was my first thought. I was like, he's so gray. Like, what is this? And he, kind of, he makes fun of that immediately. He's just like, we're going to address the white hair. <laughs> I don't know what happened either. <laughs> I like his segment about, you know, being at Disneyland or Disney World, if you've ever been there, uh, where he talked about, you know, being just cut in line. Oh, interrupted. Um, have you guys ever been cut in line at Disney before or any amusement park? Uh, probably. I haven't been to Disney in so long, but like, I, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Those people just like, they just want to get every little bit that they can. It's like, yeah, ooh, I don't, get I don't like ride 10 seconds before you. I don't like, I don't like those lines. I get the, I get why people do it, but at the same time, you know, you're all there for one specific purpose. I have never been to Disney. Fun fact. So I need to go at some point in my life. You'd probably do. I, I will say it's a great experience. It's a little bit stressful for a vacation, in my personal opinion. But you gotta yes. go. You gotta go when the holidays are happening. That everybody else is gone. Maybe Thanksgiving. <laughs> Joe, I Joe, have it's gone. Literally, when everyone else is on vacation, <laughs> everyone else is gonna go to Disney for like they four days. There. Four days <laughs> yeah. isn't enough. They have parades for literally like every holiday yeah. at Disney. Well, I can speak to this. I went during Thanksgiving. It was fine. It was fine. Well, to just go like, actually i did have an easy pass on those rides so i was able to like you know make fun of people who were in the line so mm. don't take my word for it mm. yeah so I, I really i haven't done a lot of theme parks i'm not a big like roller coaster guy to be completely Ooh, honest they, they make me so yeah. sick so oh, I, same. I, I can't even do it yeah when <laughs> i go i just like eat food and then watch other people have fun <laughs> so oh, I, yeah. I don't really enjoy them you know <laughs> it's the attractions and the shows man that's where it's at <laughs> yeah I've never, well i've never been to disney so i'll have to experience it one day the goal anyways so so yeah, yeah your yeah. favorite um i've been this new guy i really love his name's nate burgett have you ever heard of him before zach mm-hmm. i have I-, I heard of him from you actually on this podcast <laughs> oh yeah i thought yeah, you him mentioned before. him way back when yeah. yeah yeah he is great he's so great he's like he's he's one of those people he's not very fit like physical he's very kind of deadpan he's one of those that kind of deadpan comics but um his storytelling and the way he delivers is like so hilarious to me um, so between him and like Brian Regan, I've been really 
enjoying mm. their stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's a, uh, it's good. Cause you, you're, I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head that like Brian Regan was like the very opposite of that. He's just so insane. He's all over the stage. Uh, he yeah. is making weird noises and weird faces. And so if you ever <laughs> listen to Brian, anybody listening right now, if you've ever listened to Brian Regan, first of all, he is hilarious when you just listen to him. The first time I ever experienced, I was just listening. But when you see him, it's a completely, completely different, yeah, completely different experience. Him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Definitely. And I feel like that's a big part of it too. Like I think of someone like Sebastian Maniscalco. Now he's not necessarily a clean comic, but he, his physicality is what does it, you know, his moving around and he's like, he's, yeah, he's like spazzing on on like stage is what does it for a lot of people. Yeah. And another, yeah, another guy in that same vein, that's like mostly clean is like um, Kevin James. Like Kevin James is like the king of physical comedy. Mm -hmm. And his, that's on Netflix. He's got one on Netflix too. Oh yes. one. one. Hmm. Yeah, yeah so funny this thing yeah. with the the moving sidewalks and the cinnabon just kills me every <laughs> single time yeah, that's a good one they, they, but, they put the cinnabon in the middle of the moving sidewalk <laughs> everyone who's going to be on that i think is going to and then he's just like doing the thing where he's trying to climb over the moving railing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's really i don't funny. do it justice we're not comedians here people we're sorry we're not going to do any of these <laughs> no, guys no. justice go watch them go watch them please yeah yeah i love when he said like when you sneeze into the light and you can see like the little pixie dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he like makes his face. He's just like, <laughs> it's so funny. I love that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. So another guy that's uh, kind of older. I mean, I don't actually remember if he's hundred percent clean, but um, was one of our other Josh friends back at Marywood. Um, you guys both know who I'm talking about. Um, so he introduced me to the, to the late comedian, John Panette. Have you guys ever seen John Panette? No. Um, he's kind so. of in a similar vein as like Kevin James. Like his whole trope is that he's a not so in shape guy. Um, but if you have not, you have, you've, you've got to watch him. He's very loud. That's the other thing too. He's like super loud all the time. Um, but he has this one skit about going to eat Italian food in Italy. It is, I was, I was on the, I was on the floor. I couldn't breathe. Like just of how, cause he's this guy that loves food. And this is how in Italy, they like just keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Mm-hmm. And just that from, once again, I'm sorry, everyone listening. I'm not doing it justice. I also don't want to spoil it because if you hear it from me, then it's probably not going to be as funny when you, <laughs> when you listen to it. So go listen to it. Go listen to John Panette. He's a great guy. Um, if you love food and you over, overestimate how much you love food, then you should go listen to the skit <laughs> by John Panette. Anybody who's ever been to an Italian wedding before, and I um, maybe it wasn't 100% Italian, but I have been to a wedding where I literally thought I was going to explode from i thought i liked food but not enough apparently right right nice. yeah. you're gonna need yeah. that you're gonna need that automatic bidet after you explode I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah so automatic but, bidet yeah so yeah clean clean comedy do you guys like um who like do you guys have any like special connections or like stories of like you know comedians that really like connected with you like at a particular time and it's or anything like that or how you like got into them I don't know. I'm thinking of something for me personally. I'm just trying to segue into it. I think the the first real comic that I loved watching, who's not clean, but was Jim Carrey. Yeah. I remember just as a kid, like like watching his stand up when, you know, back in like the 90s or whenever he was doing stand up and just loving it and laughing Mm -hmm. really hard at his stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about physical comedy. That man. Exactly. Oh, boy. If Brian Regan's like a like a five, uh, like a ten, like that guy's like a, a fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, mine man. would probably have to be 
like where I really was exposed to comedy and really appreciated it. I don't know if he's particularly clean. I'm not entirely sure. Just the segments I've seen are more clean, but his comedic delivery delivery is perfect. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yes. Is with the king of one I would say that, yeah, I would have to say that for the most part, he's clean, right? I mean, maybe, uh, how is I he, can't Josh? Remember. No, I don't. Yeah, not, not, really. Like, not really? Clean, maybe yeah. I don't know enough, but he doesn't would, really, he doesn't, well, he, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't swear, right? Does he? Uh, sometimes he does. Sometimes well, he does? He, like all of it, he like, talks about sex a lot. So, like, that's oh, yeah, his, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We should have known. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I do appreciate that he paved the way for a lot of other comics and gave them an opportunity at his clubs to actually show their stuff like uh you have your sam kennison who really just utilized i mean he was pretty vulgar as well and he utilized that that awful scream uh <laughs> yeah thank you for muting your volume on that one <laughs> yeah I, I go back yeah just cover it up <laughs> um yeah well I mean, for me, I'm going to circle back. I'm sure everyone's going to be sick of me saying this, but uh, we're circling back to Brian Regan again. Because, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. So if you're not already annoyed by me saying his name, go watch him. Um, so like my first connection, like I'll always remember, like when I first you know, got into Brian Regan, it was like a very kind of special moment for me. Um, so I was part of this, um, you know, service trip camp thing. Um, it's called Catholic Artwork Camp anyone's interested you should totally check it out it's awesome mm -hmm. um so essentially you go there with your parish and you kind of like get mixed up into different teams like you get mixed up with other kids like you get put in groups so that you're not like working only with the people you know so you like get to meet new people mm -hmm. um and you get sent off to work sites to you know help people in need in the area that you were at and um so i was put in this group with a bunch of people i didn't know uh, my own age so like teenagers my own age and then we had like a leader was like one of the adults from one of the parishes and um, things like that. So uh, it was like maybe like a 15, 20 minute drive to our work site every single day. And what this guy did every single day on our way to the work site, he had a CD of Brian Regan's like stupid in school, like uh, the baseball skits, like all that like stuff that that skit on a CD. And we listened to it literally every single day on the way down and the way, down and the way back. And we were just like, I just, first of all, I was so, first of all, I understand now why he played. He's like, hmm, a bunch of kids at a, like a Catholic camp. I think a, a clean, clean comedian will, that can work. will go over nicely. Um, and it just was so funny. We were all just like bawling and laughing hysterically. Like, oh, it just made like the work day. It just like was something we look forward to every day. And it made yeah. us look forward to the work day. And I just remember it being just the, the greatest thing. And I'm like, remembering and I had him trying to remember. It's like, okay, this guy's name's Brian Regan, Brian Regan. We got to remember this Brian Regan. But at the very end, on the very last day, once we had finished the whole thing and we had finished our work and everything like that, the guy gave me the CD. Oh, nice. He gave it to, like, he's literally like, I could tell you really, really liked this guy. And so it was like a, a CD that he burned and things like that. So it wasn't like an official, like Brian, sorry, Brian Regan. <laughs> um, it wasn't an official copy of, of your work. Does um, anyone use CDs anymore? Well, I mean, Joe, this was like, we're not going to mention how many oh, years no, I'm ago. Talking, I don't want to age now. myself. <laughs> I'm talking now. No. No, I have no, no idea where it is anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, and it's very scratched up wherever it is. Um, but, oh, my goodness. It just it meant so much to me. And then I, like, I showed my family. Um, and, uh, Josh, I know your, you know, in-law family. I know they really like him. Yeah, they um, love him. Yeah. I'm the one who told your wife about Brian Regan way back, yeah. way back when, and I, I remember that because I'm uh, literally, I mean, I told everybody that no, I told literally everyone, <laughs> like, you guys seen Brian Regan, you should check this out. Um, 
but yeah, it's just like, it really, it also really warms my heart. Anytime everyone's like, I love him now. And I'm like, I know, right. But um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, if any of the, of the, of your family is going to like, just come in and like, correct me in the comments and just be like, blah, 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 it wasn't you, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, just, I don't know. That's the reason why that's another reason why not just that he's a great comedian, but like it also had a positive yeah, impact on just my a life. Nice experience, you know, at some point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's awesome. So, so Zach, what was your opinion on the, the newest standup that he did? Did you like it? I think it wasn't his, I did like it. I really did love it. I wasn't his like best. Well, that original skit that I just, that I listened to with like the baseball and the stuff in the school and all that, that will always be like king for me. If the fan, yes. Yeah. But um, there were certain parts of this new one that I did find hilarious, like the OCD stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm probably a little OCD myself, just like a little bit. So I related a little bit to some of the things and it just, I, I couldn't <laughs> get past. I just was laughing so hard. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. I give it a, I give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. Um, yeah, that's how I felt too. It was like, it wasn't the best that he's ever done, but it, it was definitely still funny. He could enjoy yeah. it. Got yeah. some good laughs out of it. Yeah, I haven't seen the new Netflix special, but you should. I, I will it's called st- On the Rocks. On the Rocks. I'll I'll take a look. Uh, I'll take a look at it as soon as I can. But what I just love about Brian Regan is that he'll fill you know his act with material about most of the time himself. He won't. It won't be like laughing at others. It'll be more like at at himself and relatable situations. So yeah, I feel like that's like the sign of a good comedian oftentimes because yeah. you know, especially in the cults that we live in today. I think we mentioned it a little bit um we're we're kind of seeing the shift where people don't like to laugh at other people and especially in in in, you know comedic acts like you can't just like point people out anymore because a lot of people feel you know they get kind of hurt by stuff um so i feel like the best people are the ones that can you know the self-deprecating kind of yeah and we can kind of relate to that like because when they self-deprecate we look at ourselves look at ourselves like oh yeah i see that too in myself like every comedian's got a shtick and i love those comedians that like have that like particular stick of like they make fun of themselves and they also just kind of make fun of in general how stupid we as humans can be sometimes or how silly we are it's mm. like why do we do this versus like uh i don't know i don't want to go off on like the other tangents of like you know dirty you know topics and um or you know some people you know the overweight thing or like i mean it's just i love that and it's so creative and as i said i think people don't give enough credit to clean comedy about how intelligent it is mm-hmm. like and how much work it requires so kudos to all of you men and women that we mentioned or any that we didn't mention that you know are on this this path of clean comedy you guys your work does not go unnoticed yeah it's really appreciated by a lot of people all right so what we want you guys all who are listening right now to do is subscribe to us on feeling grounded podcast on youtube like the video hit the notification bell and also take a look at us on our other platforms our episodes are now, you can listen to us on Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and then for extra content, exclusive content for us, it's going to be on Patreon. So for three bucks a month, it helps us uh, put out more content and uh, keep us going. And we would love to have you guys on that platform as well to see more content. Yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, you know, it would really encourage us and let, let us know that, that what we're doing is, is, you know, people like it and um you know keep us desiring to do this i think uh, and then also just just leave us some comments leave mm-hmm. us some comments that's one thing we forgot to say right 
just um, ask us some questions, talk about your day, and, and we'll be in there too, just to like, respond back to you. and like have Either for discussion. us or for Zach, we'll have him back. Yeah, yeah. I'll answer questions. Feel free to answer. I'll, I'll answer anything. May, well, yeah. maybe not. But uh, <laughs> answer. I'll, I'll give you answers. Give me questions. Support these guys, everyone. They're doing awesome. They're doing they're <laughs> make doing good things. I love this podcast, and you will too. So, I mean, obviously, if you listen this far, hopefully you you do love it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you didn't just skip to the end. Um, yeah, show these guys some love. Show them some love. Keep them going, or else. I mean, I I want to keep listening. So if if you don't keep them going, I will hate all of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Best kind of advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> don't get my hate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys, you got, you two are awesome. Thanks for having me. I really love it. I really loved it. I hope uh, you guys yeah, keep doing this. I hope you guys. Yeah. yeah I you hope. Did a great uh, job. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully, all the other guests will, you know, <laughs> either be as good or way better than me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, but I, uh, yeah, I really appreciate this time. This was a good way to spend a day, not just to, you know, be on a podcast, but yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Zach. You're welcome. You're welcome. You've got, you've got questions? You're feeling grounded.